This podcast is brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Keep Joy on air by becoming a member, a subscriber or donate. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community. You're listening to a Joycast from GLB, TIQ community radio station, Joy 94.9. Pets Aloud, brought to you by the Lost Dogs Home on Joy 94.9. Hello and welcome to this week's edition of Pets Aloud, Joy's very own show about pets brought to you by the Lost Dogs Home. A big thank you to the Checkpoint team for keeping us updated on what's been happening in the gaming world. I'm Kristen and I'll be with you until five today and joining me to talk all things pets and animals is Kate Holter, General Manager, Fundraising and Communications at the Lost Dogs Home. Welcome back for another show, Kate. Thanks, Kristen. Great to be here. It's been another busy week at the Lost Dogs Home. We've had, we've been rescuing kittens out of tunnels and building up to National Desexing Week and... Absolutely. It's, yeah, it's always a busy place and a in most of the time a good way absolutely and lots of people coming in to adopt uh, pets as well which we always love to see yes that's that's the best um yeah you mentioned actually the um the kitten rescued from the tunnel well listeners out there might remember it happened a a few years ago uh back in 2013 and we never thought it would happen again but it has and we'll be talking about that very soon so stay tuned to hear more about that a very cute kitten but anyway, back to National Desexing Month. And many of you may not know that July is National Desexing Month. Perhaps not the most exciting occasion in the world, but definitely something that's very important for all pet owners or soon-to-be pet owners out there. Desexing and responsible pet ownership go hand in hand. First and foremost, desexing can have a number of positive benefits on the health and behaviour of your cat or dog. And desex pets generally live longer and healthier lives. Desexing can help prevent the development of certain types of cancers, um, other issues with their production systems as well. It can also help settle your pet's behaviour. They're less likely to wander, fight or show any antisocial or territorial behaviour such as mounting or spraying when desexed. So many benefits when you think about it and desexing your pet really is simple so we urge you if you love them please do desex them and desexing also plays a really important role in a much bigger picture as well. So thousands of unwanted kittens and puppies are born each year and some of them do find homes but you know many others end up in animal shelters or even face life on the streets. So desexing your pet means they'll never contribute to the already high number of homeless animals in our community. Now, the Lost Dogs Home recently launched its revamped mobile pet care unit. The unit is named MADI, which stands for Microchipping Adoption Desexing Information. Our Maddie was only made possible by the generous support of our donors and uh, a very generous grant from the Department of Environment and Primary Industry. Uh, Maddie's transformation was many months in in the making. It previously was uh, a mobile microchipping van, uh, but now it's a surgery on wheels. Uh, Maddie's main goals are to reduce the number of unwanted kittens being born in our community and to improve the overall well-being of kittens. Um, cats as well. So anyone who owns a cat will, will tell you that they have all the qualities of a loving family companion. So, And according to research conducted by the Roy Morgan Research published in 2015, 23% of Australian households own a cat, with cats being the second most popular pet after dogs which I can understand, they're great pets. (laughs) Sadly, though, um, cat welfare and the numbers of homeless cats in our community are a constant challenge for animal welfare groups across the country. And this is why desexing is so important and why we came up with Maddie. So to mark the beginning of National Desexing Month, today's edition of Pets Aloud is all about desexing. And here's what we have coming up. 
You'll hear from Kerry Thompson, CEO of the Lost Dogs Home, about the home's mobile pet care unit, Maddie, and how it's going to change the lives of pet cats across Victoria. We'll also hear from Dr Alan Bolton. He'll explain what desexing involves and why it's good for our pet's health and behaviour. And when it comes to desexing myths, we really have heard them all. And we're going to set the record straight. So Dr. Alan Bolton is going to debunk some of the most common desexing myths that you may have heard. And the lovely Dr. Carolyn Cook from the Lost Dogs Home will tell us why a cat could be the perfect pet for you and what you need to think about before welcoming a new cat or kitten into your home. All that plus our news wrap, pet of the week and dog dates coming up on today's show. The Pets Allowed News Wrap. A look at the news of the week from the Lost Dogs Home. Now, um, we have had quite a big uh, news story this week. Yeah, really big. Very big story. A three-month-old kitten is counting his nine lives after surviving a terrifying ordeal in Melbourne's Burnley Tunnel. On the 14th of June, motorists noticed the kitten in the 3.4k long tunnel and reported it to the CityLink control room. And now that tunnel has three lanes and speed limits of up to 80 kilometres an hour, so it is quite a deadly place for any animal, let alone a tiny little kitten. Thankfully, though, our friends at CityLink rescued the elusive kitten just after midnight. Andrew Eckersley, CityLink Road Operations Manager, said... Our maintenance crew managed to rescue the kitten safely and brought him back to our control room where we kept him warm and called the Lost Dogs Home. Now, the kitten was very scared when he came into the care of the Lost Dogs Home, which isn't surprising after such a frightening ordeal. But fortunately, uh, very fortunately, had not sustained any injuries and was in overall really good health, but was covered in, you know, tunnel gunk and mud and dirt. Um, but after initial wash and vet check, our cattery team worked with him every day to build his confidence and they thought it was only fitting that he be named Burnley. Dr David Cunliffe, General Manager of Animal Welfare at the home, said that with lots of love and TLC, Burnley has really started to come out of his shell and he loves a cuddle. In fact, he loves climbing all over people and he purrs very, very loudly. And David has a really special spot. He actually puts him in his vest, um, his polar face vest, and, and Burnley really loves it in there. And I think he has Burnley has the loudest purr I've ever heard on a tiny yeah. little kitten yeah. as well. He's just gorgeous. But like most cats and kittens that come into our care at the Lost Dogs Home, Burnley wasn't microchipped and he had no identification at all. So he was held for eight days to give any owner the chance to find him, but nobody did came forward, so he was placed up for adoption. And we were just overwhelmed with the response that we got from yeah. people who saw his story. <laughs> uh, we received almost uh, 120 expressions of interest from people who wanted to adopt him. And it w- really was heartwarming to see so many people willing to open their, their homes and hearts to a shelter pet. So um, make sure you tune into Pets Aloud next week because we'll have some exciting news to share about Burnley and his new family. Now Burnley was just one is just one of almost a hundred cats and kittens up for adoption at the Lost Dogs Home. So while he, he does have a really amazing tale, tale to tell, we think all of our cats ha- are equally special and probably have their own stories as well. We just don't know about them, and we'll give you as much love and companionship as Burnley will. We can only guess how Burnley made his way into the tunnel, but we are so grateful to Link for rescuing him and giving him the opportunity for a safe and perhaps less adventurous life in a new home. And amazingly, this is not the first time a kitten has been rescued from the Burnley Tunnel. Um, A 10-week-old kitten named Dodge also had a miraculous escape back in 2013. 
Uh, and Mr Eckersley from CityLink said, it's not what we expect to see in our tunnels, but we're just glad Burnley is safe and well. And we certainly echo those comments. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. No idea how a kitten would end up in the Burnley tunnel of all places. No. And you can see the footage of um, um, Burnley in the tunnel as well on, on our um, website and Facebook page and, and our website. It's just, it just It actually makes your heart stop. You it just, it yeah, does. He, you can just see him kind of... Scurrying along, scurrying along, uh, just outside of of the lanes of traffic, and you just your heart does stop yeah. thinking. Oh my goodness, is he going to run across? It just takes one wrong move. Absolutely. But, yeah, fortunately, instinct took over. Hopefully, and he. And yeah, the, yeah, the the amazing crew at, at CityLink as well who rescued him and, and kept right. him safe. They put him in a nice little box in the control room and and yeah. put, gave him plenty of blankets to keep him nice and warm until we arrived. Yeah, they're so. all really genuinely caring about this, you know, kitten. I'm very pleased to see him back and visit yeah, as absolutely. well. Absolutely. So he dropped in uh, a couple of weeks later at the at the control room yep. for for pats and cuddles with That's some right. of the people who helped rescue That's him. Right. And um, a bit of media. Mm. And he kind of showed off his traffic management skills as well. Oh, that's right. Was, uh, <laughs> you can also see videos of that on our Instagram page. Just search Lost Dogs Home. Now, if if you did miss out on adopting Burnley, please don't worry or feel disappointed because we do have many other cats and kittens up for adoption and we would love to help you find your perfect match. Actually, at the moment, we have about 100 cats and mm. kittens uh, across both of our shelters, all yeah. equally as special as little Burnley. Now, you can view their profiles uh, online at dogshome.com or meet them in person at our North Melbourne and Campaspe shelters. And speaking of which, now we're going to introduce you to just one of these wonderful cats looking for a new home. This week's Pet of the Week. Kate, would you like to introduce us to this week's Pet of the Week? Yes, this week's Pet of the Week is the lovely Ron, um, which is a great name for a cat. Um, And he does look a little bit, you know... Bit scared in his photo if you go to our website at dogshome.com to look up Ron, uh, whose ID is uh, 10-11-547. But he is a two-year-old gorgeous domestic short-haired tabby and uh, we are reassured that he's actually a real sweetie. He just wasn't looking his best in his photo. He's also really gentle and loving. Um, he's looking perhaps for a quieter home and someone who will be patient with him. Uh, and they believe with some TLC, Ron will soon come out of his shell and just be a little purring machine on your lap. Ron especially loves his igloo bed, so he loves to snuggle in and hide away in there uh it's warm and cozy and he feels nice and secure in there with time and patience ron's sweet personality will shine and he'll spoil you with so much love and affection uh if you missed his id number or just wait if you want some further information if you want his id number is 10 11 547 so you can find him on our website at dogshome.com um and you can also contact our north melbourne shelter which is where ron is on 9329 um or visit ron in person at 2 gracie street north melbourne and uh, check out some of the other cats as well absolutely we're sure there's one there who's a perfect match for you and you're bound to fall in love with someone oh yeah if you are looking to adopt from the lost dogs home it's definitely a good idea to give the shelter a call before you visit just to make sure the animal you're interested in is still there at the time and isn't already going through the adoption process with another family. Now the Lost Dogs Homes revamped mobile pet care service recently rolled into town and up next you'll hear from the home's CEO Kerry Thompson about the service and how it's set to improve the lives of thousands of cats across Victoria. Pets Allowed on Joy 94.9. We recently opened an exciting new chapter in the history of the Lost Dogs Home, one that is set to improve the lives of thousands of cats. Our new mobile pet care service is here and has already started to offer low-cost desexing to those who need it most. The service is called Maddie, which stands for Microchipping, Adoption, Desexing and Information. Pets Allowed presenters Emmanuel and Alan recently caught up with Kerry Thompson, our fantastic CEO of the Lost Dogs Home, to find out more about Maddie. 
Can you tell us what, uh, basically tell us what Maddie's about and what it is? Okay, Maddie is uh, a mobile de-sexing service. As as you mentioned, it's also the market. It's the market shipping, adoption, de-sexing, and information. So it's a, it's a mobile Winnebago. It's been original. It was. Uh, it's been refitted out as a veterinary surgeon, so that it can go around um, Melbourne and do low cost de-sexing for people that love their cats but just can't afford what's the normal cost for de-sexing. So with the partnership with Council. We're hoping to um, have de-sexing happening at about $50. So we launched it this week at Wyndham, and it was totally booked out. And up to yesterday, they've done 60 cats, de-sexed 60 cats for families at $50 um, a cat. And, Kerry, what would you say Maddie's main goals are? Maddie's main main goals is to really... um, It's it's a, a... couple, Alan. It's community outreach, so we get out there and we talk to pet owners because quite often, you know, they may have, uh, and if I focus on cats, they may have a, a pet cat, but they haven't had a microchip, so we'll have a chat to them in partnership with council. Some councils are going to offer the registration for the first year free. But it's also very much about what we call essential vet care, which is really around the de-sexing and the microchipping of their beloved pets. Um, and you see them coming with them, and you see they do love them, but they just haven't been able to afford it. And a lot of the community and residents don't understand that um, that their kitten can actually become, um, at four months old, can become pregnant or reproduce. That's right. And um, how exactly is the low-cost mobile desexing program, how is it working at the moment? We had some trials. We tried it at North Melbourne and Cranbourne shelters. And um, very, very successful. People come to um, to use it there. At Wyndham, I was out at the launch this week, and um, people booking for it, either via Facebook, website, give us a call through the council that might be um, partnering with us. And they book in their, their cat um, and come along. And honestly, they can pick their cat up in a couple of hours, and we, we provide information on the aftercare. And, um, and it's because it's in the community, they don't have to drive far. And as I said, we've had people turn up and the cat hasn't been microchipped or registered, and that's all happened on the, on, on the spot. We have um, one vet and a nurse, and up to 25 cats a day can be de-sexed. Which is great. And Kerry, can you tell us a little bit about how Maddie's been funded? Funded? Um, the state government provided a grant of 50000 to refit um, the Winnebago that we had. So that was fabulous to absolutely refit it. Um, so it's set up for surgery and can house our staff and the cats. And um, ongoing, it's through the Lost Dogs Home donations from its fantastic donors and supporters of the Lost Dogs Home, together with contributions from councils. So councils, we've already got um, Hume and Darabin booked in. They will subsidise that cost so we can keep it at um, $50 a cat. So it's really through partnerships, and we will be looking for other opportunities, whether that's corporate or sponsorship into the future as well. Okay, great. And finally, how are we able to keep Maddie on the road? Um, Maddie on the road, a mixture of absolute dedication from our staff. I mean, they, they work incredible hours to get out there um, and, um, and leave very early in the morning to get Maddie in location at those times. So they keep it running every day and do incredible hours and commitment to it. Funding-wise, it is very much through, the, through our generous donors that provide funding to us and to the Lost Dogs Home. 
So that money through the budget is going to help us with Maddie. And as I said, the councils also will contribute that money. But to keep Maddie on the road each day, operating at least between $1,500 and $2,000, because we'll have ongoing costs to keep the vehicle uh, operating and functioning well. Of course, you know, all the costs of running vehicles on the roads from insurance and petrol, again, we face those costs as well. That was Kerry Thompson, CEO of the Lost Dogs Home, telling us about the home's new mobile desexing service, Maddie. And since March this year, our mobile vet care team has desexed an incredible 422 cats uh, in Maddie. And we're really pleased with this and with the fantastic feedback we've received as well. I mean, and when you think about the bigger picture, that's potentially up to 422 litters of unplanned kittens. Yeah, I think David, our our General Manager of Animal Welfare, he was calculating in the next two years um, we've prevented... 5,000 um, kittens from being born. That's amazing. That's, which is huge. And yeah. along with, you know, um, helping to improve the well-being of those cats as well with the benefits we spoke about earlier, preventing certain types of cancer and helping to settle certain behaviours. Yeah, yeah it's, it's been fantastic, yeah. Uh, and as Kerry mentioned, it, it's quite expensive to keep Maddie out and about on the road. It costs in the area of about $2,500 to keep Maddie operating for just one day, which is a huge amount. And without the generous support of our donors, this community outreach work simply wouldn't be possible. Um, If you would like to lend a helping hand and make a donation to help keep Maddie on the road, you can do so at dogshome.com or give us a call on 9329 2755. And really, every little bit does help. It certainly does. (laughs) You're really making a difference donating towards Maddie. Um, So Maddie is making desexing more accessible and affordable to cat owners across Victoria. But what... Does dissection actually involve and why is it so important? Stay tuned and find out. Pets Allowed on Joy 94.9. Dissexing your cats and dogs can have so many benefits on their health and behaviour, such as reducing the chance of them developing certain types of cancer. Let's hear more from Dr Alan Bolton, General Manager of Veterinary Services at the Lost Dogs Home, about why dissexing our pets is so important. Each year, the Lost Dogs Home takes in around 12,500 lost and unwanted cats and 90% of them aren't desexed. Alan, can you tell us why that percentage is actually so high? Look, I think it's because often cats are pets that people get without um, thinking too much about it. So maybe a kitten just wanders in or a cat just wanders into the yard and they start feeding it, but they haven't really thought about it and actually taken ownership of it, or it's pretty easy to get free kitten or just from friends or family. Um, so, you know, they people take on this little bundle of joy and they don't really realise because time just catches up with you and by the time it's five, six months of of age it's all ready to have another litter and so it sort of self-perpetuates Yeah, and do you think it's much higher than dogs because cats breed so readily? Absolutely, because cats breed much more quickly Yeah, Um, and cats are I guess cats as a species are kind of more independent, so most people if you've got a dog, you spend more time with it, it doesn't wander so much by itself whereas cats tend to be out and about doing what cats do, so it just makes them more likely to breed I see. So what, what does the desexing procedure actually involve? So desexing in cats is a really simple procedure. Um, with boys, it just means a quick anaesthetic, um, a little incision. They don't have any sutures. Um, we give them antibiotics to cover them afterwards and give them a shot of painkillers, but it's, it's a really quick sort of 5-10 minute procedure. Um, with girls, it's a little bit more involved because the organs are actually in the abdomen, so we make a little incision, which... Often in the midline, so in the belly, but sometimes, depending on where you train, we do it in the side. 
Um, we remove the ovaries and the uterus and then stitch them up and again we give them some pain relief, um, some antibiotics and they generally, if they have stitches in, they need to come out about 10 days later. Um, and in a female cat, the whole procedure probably takes somewhere around 20 minutes for okay. most vets. And the, the male procedure is a little bit faster. Oh yeah, so. it's much quicker. Yeah. Um, so how old does a cat or dog need to be before they can actually be desexed? Traditionally, people used to say and vets used to say that it was probably best to wait until they're about six months old and a lot of people actually thought that it was a good idea that they had a litter beforehand but I think that's mostly been disproven it's not been shown to have any real benefits um, we desex kittens and puppies from eight weeks of age um, in the shelter because we want to get them out to their new homes as quickly as possible but I think most vets would say that it's probably best to wait until after their final vaccination to make sure they're covered for all the diseases they need to be so that can be anywhere between 12 and 16 weeks of age and it's certainly if you do it earlier they just because everything's a game to a puppy or kitten they recover so much more quickly whereas if you wait until they're sort of a year old it's much more of a surgical procedure okay so the recovery time tends to be a little bit longer with as the dog gets older. Absolutely. And, um, you know, with puppies and kittens, we heard Carrie talking earlier, We can, in Maddie we can get those, those cats in and out within a couple of hours. Um, they'll be a little bit groggy maybe when they go home, and we recommend that people keep them indoors for the first 24 hours. But by the next morning, in the vast majority of cases, they'll be completely back to normal. And what are, um, what are some of the health benefits of desexing a pet animal? I guess there are a few. Um, certainly there's a disease called FIV, which is similar to HIV, um, and cats get that by wandering and fighting and mating. So if they're desexed, the, re the risk of that is much, much reduced, and that's a chronic disease that can make them ill later on. Um, it also protects against mammary cancer, so breast cancer in female cats. And I guess breeding constantly, you know, if, if a cat is having two litters of kittens a year, um, every year, year in, year out, that puts a real strain on their system. And they just, entire cats just don't have the same lifespan as neutered pet cats who live in a home and are looked after. And adding to that, are there also um, behavioural benefits from desexing an animal? Absolutely. So cats and dogs have a really strong urge to mate and so they wander um, they fight so if they're desexed they tend to be they're still territorial but they're not out and about um, calling getting into fights which has a knock-on effect because those cats it's you know a lot of those cats that are wandering end up being hit by cars they get abscesses so as well as behavioural benefits, there are sort of very definite health benefits. That was Dr Alan Bolton from the Lost Dogs Home explaining why desexing our pets is so important. And if you have any questions about desexing, please have a chat with your vet. Now, there are lots of myths out there about desexing and most of them aren't true. Up next, we're going to bust some of the most common desexing myths. Pets Allowed on Joy 94.9. There are lots of reasons why desexing our pets is really important. It can have various health and behavioural benefits on the animal and it also prevents them from producing unwanted litters that will contribute to the already high population of homeless pets. Now, when it comes to desexing myths, we've just about heard them all and we want to set the record straight. <laughs> so let's hear more from Dr. Alan Bolton, General Manager of Veterinary Services at the Lost Dogs Home, who's going to debunk some of the most common desexing myths that you might have heard. Myth one, desexing will change my pet's personality. What do you think about that, Alan? Look, I think there is, there's no doubt that 
desexing your pet will change its personality, but it's generally for the better. So they make it, they're less likely to wander. They're calmer. We see less sort of aggression problems. Um, less territorial issues so they just generally most of us when we're talking about dogs and cats we're looking for a family pet and a desexed animal is a much easier and much happier animal to keep to keep as a family pet uh myth two my pet can't be desexed until it's six months old this is advice that veterinary surgeons used to give going back maybe sort of 15 20 years and i think in general it's accepted that that's not really necessary anymore certainly in terms of health benefits for your pets the earlier they're desexed the better um and in if they're done as juveniles, it's a much easier procedure, a much quicker procedure, and they recover much more quickly. So, as I mentioned a little bit earlier, in the shelter, we desex our cats and kittens, our kittens and puppies from eight weeks old. But if it's a puppy that you've, you've got from elsewhere, from a breeder or whatever, we generally recommend that you wait until they've had their second vaccination and they're fully protected. So that's, that's generally somewhere between 12 and 16 weeks of age. What was the reasoning behind waiting for six, six months? Um, I think people just thought that it was it was really just it was better to let them grow up. Um, I guess with the other issue would be if you go back sort of 20, 30 years, anaesthetics weren't so safe. And yeah. there's, it's a much riskier anaesthetic in a 700 kitten back in the day than it is in a sort of three, four kilo cat. Um, but the actual drugs have got better. And I think, you know, once we've learned the technical skills to do it, which isn't something that was taught widely back in, you know, 10 even even now, vet students aren't really taught how to desex tiny kittens. Um, so it was just it was partly operational, and it was just something that we'd always done. Myth three: females need to have at least one litter to stay healthy. This has been absolutely debunked many many years ago. Um, if you desex your female dog before she has her first season, she will almost absolutely 100% not get breast cancer later on whereas if you leave it until a year old or she has a litter there is a chance of that and the longer you leave it after that the greater the, the risk is um, there's been shown to be no health benefits um, for ha having a litter before they're desexed and there are reasonable risks involved with, ha with, a, with a bitch having a litter um, you know she may end up needing a cesarean and again there are no shortage of dogs and puppies in this world and, and we need to do our best to keep the numbers down. Definitely. Um, myth four, desexing a male dog or cat will rob him of his masculinity. Truly, m masculine dogs and cats really don't make um, good pets. Certainly male cats tend to wander. They're very territorial. They've got a drive to mate and they they just don't fit in the family, in the family as well as a desexed animal will. So really... They're more trainable, they're calmer, they're less likely to wander, and I think that's a really small price to pay. Definitely. Myth five, desexing our pets will make them lazy and fat. Dogs and cats, just like people, only get lazy and fat if they eat too much and, and don't exercise <laughs> enough. So really, that's not a desexing thing, that's an owner thing, and we really need to look at what we're feeding our cats um, and dogs and how we exercise them. So that's something we can control. Myth six, uh, desexing is too expensive. Look, there is definitely a cost in desexing, and vets have to cover the cost of their drugs, their surgeries. Um, they've got to pay staff wages. They have to pay rates and electricity and, and bills like everyone else. So there's definitely a cost there. I think people, when they get a pet, they need to be aware that it's, it's going to be something that they have to do, so you need to plan for it. Um, lots of local councils will give out vouchers to people in need, and there are certainly low-cost desexing um, campaigns out there. 
So there's National Desexing Month, which is in July, and also we've been talking a lot about today about Maddie, which is our new cat desexing program. That's right, and also if you adopt from a shelter, generally that animal is going to be desexed as part of the cost. Absolutely, by law in Victoria. It has That's to. right. That was Dr. Alan Bolton from the Lost Dogs Home helping uh, to debunk some of the common myths about desexing. So if you have, have any questions about desexing or want to have your pet desex, please speak with your vet. You can also make an appointment at our Frank Samways Vet Clinic by calling 9329 or you can visit in person at our clinic based at One Boundary Road, North Melbourne. So do you love cats? If you're looking to welcome a new feline into your family, stay tuned. Up next, we're going to hear from Dr. Carolyn Cook about why cats make such great pets and what you need to think about before getting a new cat. Pets Allowed on Joy 94.9. With their unique personalities and loving purrs of devotion, there's a lot to love about cats. Really, there's never a dull moment if you have a cat in your home. Their hilarious antics will always have you laughing. Earlier this year, I caught up with Dr. Caroline Cook from the Lost Dogs Home to find out why cats make the best pets. Why do cats make great pets? Oh, cats, they're very interactive and affectionate creatures. And they're, look, they're really happy to be hanging out alone in a house or apartment, unlike most dogs. For that reason, you know, for city dwellers like ourselves, especially people who live in apartments without big you know, outside areas to, to have a dog in, they really do make fantastic pets and you actually can get cats that are like dogs and there are many like this. We have many in our, in our adoptions area at the Lost Dogs Home. They just want to smooch, cuddle you, follow you up and down the corridor, go to the fridge, tell you it's there, remind you it's still there, and remind you there's still food in it for me to have. And they're fantastic companions. Look, and they're so much easier to look after than dogs. They're less demanding um, on time and resources. You know, for people with busy lives, they actually, they really do make a lot of sense um, in this day and age for, for people, um, people who live in cities. They are incredibly entertaining and they're always happy to see you when you get home. And there's nothing better than that. What do people need to think about before they get a new cat? So there's a few different things. Um, the first thing would be, are you going to have your pet indoors or outdoors? And um, we do recommend highly these days uh, to get an indoor cat because there's so many perils outdoors to, to consider. There's uh, risks of picking up diseases and, of course, um, getting into incidents with uh, motor vehicles so um, yeah indoor indoor cats um, are a lot uh, a lot safer and tend to live a lot longer um, and happier lives than than outdoors the other thing to consider are of course the costs not just the initial outlay of purchasing a cat um, which can be can be quite expensive but these you know most um, most moggies you know, you don't actually pay a lot for the cat to start with, which is why people think they're cheap. But then you add up the council registration, desexing, flea and worming, kitten vaccinations, microchipping, oh, you need a carry cage and a bed and a collar and a bell and food and bowls and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, don't forget the scratching post and the toys and the treats and the litter tray. And you're looking at an initial setup of over $1,000 easily, if not up to, you know, a couple of grand. And then you've got ongoing costs, like your cat still needs vaccinating yearly. Um, so that's, there goes $80 a year. And flea and worming's not cheap. There's another 100 150 Food, of course, if your cat needs grooming, that's additional. Um, and again, your litter trays and your toys and your treats. So you're looking at a minimum of $800 a year just to 
just to ser- you know service all of those needs. They're not cheap, but no pet is, um, and the joy that they bring is priceless. If someone does want to get a new cat, welcome a cat into their family, how should they go about that? Well, that's an easy one. Come to the lost dog's home. We have adult cats over six months of age for $95. We have kittens, playful, bountiful kittens for $180. And if you are willing to take an older cat into your life, we only ask minimum of a $50 donation for cats over seven. So really, the ease of getting a cat is not the issue. I think, you know, having talked about what we've talked about, it's the, the recognition that there are basic needs that all animals have, of course, food, water, shelter, entertainment, um, enrichment. And to meet those needs does come at a cost, both in time and resources. And yeah, actually purchasing the cat is the easy part. So what do you love most about cats? I love headbutts and smooches. <laughs> and you get a lot of those over at the shelter, don't you? <laughs> oh, you do. You just walk down the corridor and they're banging against the door saying, come come and play with me. And I love, look, I have lived with the cat um, in the past and they, they rule the house shamelessly. They, they're so effective commu- at communicating their needs and they know their boundaries. So, you know, humans have a lot to learn from cats. That was our very own fabulous and very enthusiastic Dr. Caroline Cook. She's just amazing, talking about why cats make great pets. Uh, if you are looking to welcome a new cat into your family, then there are lots of fabulous cats at the Lost Dog Zoom who would love to meet you. Their adoption profiles can all be viewed online at dogshome.com, making it very easy to choose the perfect cat for you. Um, but what's better than meeting them in person at our North Melbourne or Compassby shelters? So we've almost reached the end of our show, Kristen, another show. Time flies when you're having fun, as they say. Yeah, and talking about cats. Um, But before we go, we're going to tell you all about some of the pet-friendly and animal-themed events happening around town. That's up next in Dog Dates. At Joy 94.9, there are approximately 300 volunteers bringing you over 75 shows, 24 hours per day, seven days a week. That's a lot of facts and figures to take in, but here's one more number for you to think about. one 569 949 That's the number to call to talk to the Joy sales team about becoming a Joy sponsor. One phone call can get your business on air and online, reaching thousands of Joy listeners at a price you can afford. one 300 joy 949 That's one 300 569 949 Your pet's community calendar. This is Dog Dates. Now, our one and only dog date for this week is National De-Sexing Month, uh, which is happening from the 1st until the 31st of July at the Lost Dogs Home Frank Samways Vet Clinic. Um, but it's there are also um, other participating vets as well across the country. So if uh, you want to find a list of those, we'll tell you how in just a moment. July is National De-Sexing Month and the Lost Dogs Home is getting on board to offer discounted cat and dog de-sexing to help those who need it most. So de-sexing your pet means they'll never contribute to the high number of homeless animals in our community and plus de-sex pets also generally live longer and healthier lives. So from uh, the 1st of July through to the 31st um, this month, the Lost Dogs Homes Frank Samway's Vet Clinic is offering discounted cat and dog de-sexing on presentation of your pension or healthcare or concession card. Prices vary on the uh, depending on the type and size of your animal. You can also find, uh, but you can find a price list on our website at dogshome.com. To book uh, or to find out more about discounted desexing this July, contact the Frank Samways Vet Clinic on 9329-2755 for a list of other participating vets, as Kristen mentioned. You can visit the NDN website at ndn.org.au. And 
that brings us to the end of another edition of Pets Aloud. It sure does. It's been great. Before we go, just a quick reminder, our pet of the week is Ron, a gorgeous two-year-old tabby cat who's up for adoption at our North Melbourne shelter. He's a real sweetie, very gentle and loving. Uh, if you want to learn more about him, just jump onto the, uh, our website, dogshome.com, and you'll find Ron there in the, in the uh, cat adoption section. Coming up next is Aaron bringing you the latest indie and alternative hits with Sass. Did you miss part of the show today? Don't worry. You can podcast it via our profile page at joy.org.au slash pets allowed. Don't forget to walk your dogs and pet your cats. This is Pets Allowed on Joy 94.9. To find out more about Joy 94.9, check out joy.org.au. Thanks for listening to another Joy podcast brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Help us keep Joy on air. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community.